Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hello, welcome inside. Final hour tonight of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hobo. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, the Diamondbacks in a shocking sweep eliminate the Dodgers in three games. Dodgers never had a lead. Starting pitchers had an ERA of 20. Mookie Betts didn't get a hit. Freddie Freeman had one hit. Am I leaving anything out, Mike? Oh, the middle relievers pitched well. Yeah, no, the the middle relievers did a good job. Ryan Pepia will be ready for opening day. Oof. I'll tell you. Ooh, uh, did, did I hit hit a nerve there? Well, it, you, you know? kind of did. Um, uh, because the Diamondbacks X account, now, you know, formerly Twitter, uh, on X, uh, having some fun with the Dodgers Twitter, now X account. So on October 4th, the Diamondbacks advanced to the NLDS, you know, winning their, their first round series. And they put out a tweet that said, we're moving on, hashtag embrace the chaos, which is what the Diamondbacks are using as their, their slogan. Embrace it's, the it's, chaos. They listen to the show. Yeah. I've been saying yeah. that forever. Em- embrace the chaos. That's, that's been a mantra of the show going on a decade. How many households do you think say, yeah, we're like that. We embrace the chaos. Yeah. <laughs> embrace the chaos. Uh, so they put embrace the chaos. The Dodgers X account, Quote tweeted that, and that said, we'll see you soon at D-backs. Okay, all right, no, fine, nice. Well, the Diamondbacks Twitter account just quote tweeted the Dodgers saying, we'll see you soon, D-backs, by saying, we'll see you next season, Dodgers. Oh, There's really no comeback if you're the Dodgers. Good no, luck in the next say? round. What, do you what say? else are you going to do? No. Just just get that little guy. Remember the uh, the Derek Jeter, the little kid tipping his cap? Mm-hmm. Just just send that gif and be done mm-hmm. with it. No. Oh. Season's over. It is 
It is. It, it, it's stunning. But really, at this point, can you say it's unexpected? Because we've seen this from the Dodgers how many times now? How many times have we no. seen them find a way to get into the playoffs and they look like they're the overwhelming favorite? They're this or, or, or this year, at least they looked like they were number two to the, to the Braves, but they were close. And they find a way to, wow, they really disappoint. They didn't hit here. They didn't pitch here. They didn't do that. They find a way. I mean, we shouldn't be surprised at this. No. I, think, I think every year you should pick the Dodgers to not win. And then you, all right, hey, I'm picking the Dodgers. Wait, you're not picking the Dodgers? Yes. Why would you do that? Look at the last 12 years outside of the COVID year. They've not won. I'm not picking the they Dodgers. Found but they're overwhelming favorites. Yeah. They're the best roster. No, I'm not picking them because they just can't win. Well, but coming into the playoffs, you know, one of the grand concerns was, and we talked about it at length, we can go have them pull the audio and have it read back, uh, you know, the trans- transcripts and all. Uh, if I don't we have need to have it read back to me. Starting pitching was going to be a <laughs> massive question for this squad. Right? I mean, that that was obvious. You know, the other concern was that you would find, you know, the bad penny, bad apple, whatever you want to call it. You know, one bad apple spoils the whole damn bunch kind of thing uh, as you go through into the number of relievers that you would need to get to by the fact that you've built things and you now have the expectation that your starters ain't giving you but four to five innings most nights if you're lucky. I said ain't. I don't mm. normally get ain't in on the show. That's how yeah, ain't is fine. You can do that. You, no, you but I mean, that's how salty I am degree. at this Anytime point. you say ain't, I'm going to say that's a degree from Northwestern. That's what I'm going to say. You know what? But it's become uh, <laughs> common usage anymore, right? It's like all these things that people use so inappropriately that they just finally acquiesce and say, yeah, add it to the dictionary. Have at it. It means the exact opposite of what they're trying to say, but yeah, go ahead. You know, the... Uh, yeah, I'm not even going to go into it any deeper. But for the for the Dodgers, it's it's the same thing, right? Betting odds, and the answer is always going to be someone else, someone else, someone else, because they they find a way to for the warts to show at the worst time. And again, the starters, you know, we heard the in the update the Mookie Betts quote, you know, they pay the other guys too. That's such a cop out and such cowardice. That's not paying tribute. That's that's trying to just dance and, and around the fact that you didn't get your job done in this series. So let's hear from Dave Roberts, Dodger manager, who is always going to get all the blame, no matter what the Dodgers sure. do. Dave Roberts, Dave Roberts could not show up and he would get the blame. Although then you're talking about a manager not showing up. Uh, but no matter what, he's going to be the guy that gets the blame. And I will say this, he has always carried himself with class. He's always answered the questions. And every time the Dodgers fall short, it's his fault. It's never Kershaw's fault. It's Dave Roberts' fault. It's never the bullpen's fault. It's Dave Roberts' fault. It's, never, it's always Dave Roberts. Well, I think now what people are seeing is that, oh boy, maybe it's not Dave Roberts' fault because what, what did you expect him to do, right? You, he put out the lineup that, that he put out every day over the year. He pitched the guys who had been pitching all year. You can only play the guys on your team, right? And every single bullpen move he made was a good one. Right? I, I, I don't see how you can sit back and say, oh, it's Dave Roberts' fault. Every time the Dodgers fall short in the playoffs before this, I get it. He makes really weird play moves with the bullpen. He does. He makes them all the time. But in this series, it was a starting pitching, right? And, and he went to the bullpen, and maybe some guys were unhappy being taken out of the game, but the bullpen pitched great. The bullpen. Dave Roberts is up and go, hey, all you guys that think I suck, look what I did with the bullpen. I brought in all the right guys. Now, don't ask me about the hitting and the starting pitching, but I brought in all the right guys. I mean, sometimes you have to look and say, "All right, it's just the fact that we didn't we didn't pre- perform on the field." 
You know, managers aren't going to win a lot of games in Major League Baseball. They're just not. They're going to get guy. They're going to get players in the position to win games. That's what a manager does. Yes, he makes big decisions. He decides. But if the pitchers that he he can bring in a pitcher from the bullpen, but if that pitcher doesn't make a pitch. Manager didn't throw it, right? But so it, it's it's difficult for Dave Roberts, but he's going to say something here in his post game press conference. It's going to make you stop and go, wait, what did he just say? So let's listen to Dave Roberts. Here he is from just a couple minutes ago, meeting the media, talking about the Dodgers getting knocked out of the playoffs at the hands of the Diamondbacks. Take a listen. I just want to say, uh, I just want to congratulate uh, Tori, um, Mike, the entire Diamondbacks organization. Um, you know, they had those guys, uh, Tory had those guys ready to play. Uh, you know, you look at the game, um, the series, they outplayed us. And, and there's no other spin to it. And um, I, I tip my hat to those guys and wish them well. Um, as far as our clubhouse, it's just uh, a lot of, uh, you know, disappointment. And um, I believe in every one of those guys. And, uh, you know, with baseball, that team over there outplayed us and so uh you know i just really don't know what to say you know i can answer questions about the game itself but the bottom line is that you know they outplayed us in every facet of the game jack and then barry dave what do you think happened to lance in that inning and did you was there consideration to come out and get him after one of the earlier home runs or just kind of how did that play out um no you know what I, I thought you know you throw two scoreless i thought he was mixing well um and then he gives up the homer to perdomo and then uh then he gets a grounder and then uh the Marte homer so you know you're still in the third inning two zero then he gets a uh, fam i think on a six to three four to three something like that so you know you've got two outs and you know a low pitch count and, and figure that this run of right hand hitters you know you've got to be able to to navigate it somewhat with two outs, uh, nobody on base, and then um, then two homers later, you're down 4-0. So, um, you know, I had some guys ready, obviously, but I'm just, you know, I, I can't predict the future. So it's like I, I try to not be reactionary, reactionary and get ahead of things, but I, I just can't predict the future. And so, you know, the way he was on the baseball, I don't, I didn't expect that. Like back-to-back years, you have really good regular seasons, an early exit. I know playoff baseball can be a crapshoot, but does it feel like there's something that's been missing in these postseasons, some sort of something about this format, this environment that you guys have struggled with the last couple of years? Um, you know, honestly, I, I can't even, you know, there's some things with the format that, you know, people can dissect or whatever, but the bottom line is that, um, you know, the last two years, we've got outplayed in the postseason. And... You know, it doesn't matter if it was a seven-game series. You know, we lost the first three games. And so, um, for me, I've got to do a better job of, you know, figuring out a way to get our guys prepared for the postseason. And so, I'll own that. You know, I think we got great players. Um, you know, I've got to figure out a way to, you know, get these guys prepared for whatever format, whatever series. So, yeah, the regular season, I think we do a great job. But, um, uh you know, the last couple postseasons, uh, it just hasn't gone well for us. And so, you know, I got to figure it out. Okay, stop right there. Okay, hang on. He's saying great things all the way through. Look, I got to do a better job of figuring out how to get our guys prepared for the postseason. 
Okay, I get that. That that's a very damning statement to make to say I got to figure out a better way to get us prepared for the postseason because you've been the manager for the last decade. I you've been in the postseason every year. Uh, I would think with having 10, 12 shots at it, you would have figured it out by now. But no, but okay, so I get that. But I'd also says, like to think that they're damn professionals and should understand what the playoffs are all about. Yeah, look, I, and, still and, and, see ball, hit yeah, ball. Yeah, no, and I get that, but, but you know, could that be Dave Roberts falling on the sword a little bit? Sure, and I think that's why the players like him, because that that's something that, sure. well, really, Dave Roberts? I mean, I got to get really him Dave prepared. I got to yeah. coach him up. I, I got to get him prepared. I got to coach him up, and so and, I get that. And, and the, the format, the way he answers it, Jason, isn't nearly as bad and as cold as it reads. Yeah, but the thing is, I got it, but that, but see, but that's what, 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 I, what I come down to is, I got to get these guys prepared for whatever format. And I'm like, wait, the format gives you problems? Well, but no, no, no but, what, the, what I think he was just, but I think he responded to the way the guy asked the question, right? Because he used the word format in the question. So I think he included it in the answer just to specifically address, you know, without getting mad, right? Because Dave Roberts isn't fiery, angry guy. Because, you know, he, you know, whatever format, whatever, like if he takes a different tone there, like, he, he could have really just kind of squashed it. But because he answered it that way, I think he was just pushing the word back into, right? It's, it's the old active listening you know, the thing. thing. Is, whatever he the said format he, is, whatever, the, we got to play better. Yeah, but he said it a couple of times. Because in the beginning, he's, he, he, you heard him with his, with, with him with his statement when he said, you know, and there's a lot of talk about the format. So we kind of opened the door to that himself. Like, wait, there's talk about the format? How is there talk about the format? And then he goes back to it at the end. I got to get the guys ready for whatever format there is. And, and I'm saying, okay, so this is twice now in the span of like a minute where he talks about the format maybe being an issue. I mean, come on, man. Nobody else has problem with the format. No one's ever blamed the format of, of going forward of how this works. I mean, no, I mean that, that's, that really shocked me because I think it's more than just I'm using the question back. He made sure to go back to that twice, and he opened the door in the beginning by saying, I know there's questions about the format. Well, there are, I, I didn't know there was questions about it. I know that, that fans talk about, do I like the three-game series or do I like being off a week versus having to play? Did the Dodgers really want to play three games that they didn't have to? Do they really want to have to try to win three games with Kershaw and Miller and Lance Lynn, or did they want to, hey, let's get to the NLDS and then we only have to win one series here before we get to the NLCS with Kershaw and Miller and Lynn. So, uh, no, no, I think I, your I interpretation is spicier. I look at it differently. I mean, he, he made sure to say that, to talk about the format a couple of times and, and basically say, when you say I got to get these guys prepared for whatever format, how, how, what, what do you mean? I don't understand. What do you mean, whatever form? There's a difference in your preparation from three games to five games? There's a difference in your preparation from five games to seven games? I mean, Well, you didn't what, have what, enough starting pitchers where, whether you played two, three, seven. You could have played a one-game one like, series and yeah. you wouldn't have had enough yeah, the I mean, way Kershaw we, we, pitched in game one. Right. We would have gone back to uh, you know the Chicago Black Sox, <laughs> best of nine. I, going all the way back to, to baseball then, uh, you didn't have enough starting pitching. So you, know, you, you had plenty of time to set your rotation. All of those things come into play. Um, in, in this one, we'll, we'll agree to disagree. I, I see your interpretation. And certainly circling back to it, I, I think he gave himself a little bit of an out by the way the whatever that reporter's framing of his article or video clipper was going to be. I, I, th- I think he he played right into. All right, I know what angle you're taking. So here you you you're going to complain about the format. So I give you what you want. 
and then you guys take what you will over here. Um, yeah, in in the end, he can't pitch or hit, right? I mean, guy, guys have to do their jobs. As a manager of a major league baseball team, really, what day to day? I mean, let's let's go down to brass tacks. Other than keeping guys' heads, you know, get your head, get your head in the game, high school musical wise. I mean, you what what are you doing tactically differently? You're playing a, a blackjack card most of the time with with a lot of the decisions. Some of it's been taken out because there's no double switches and stuff anymore. Um, so it's it's for for Dave Roberts. He's the guy that's going to take all the the animus he and and the front office. And I, I think the the players themselves for a hundred win team are are going to kind of get left off the hook here. No, look, the, the, the format, the format, his the perf- format. Like format's the new performance. Perform- the format, you want to blame the, you know how you get ready for the format? You get better starting pitchers. That's what you do. Well, but that's, that's still that's it. best of three, that's best a, of that's five. That's all you do. And you do that in, in, in July. And the Dodgers tried, right? They tried to get Rodriguez from the Tigers. He didn't want to come. And that was the that was well, and their your consolation move, prize right? was Lance Lynn, showing right. you what the marketplace was. And because you didn't buy in earlier now you had the trevor bauer situation which is a whole other story right you, you had, had the julio Arias situation where you thought you were going to have him yep. and you didn't you thought that walker bueller was coming back and you didn't best look, laid we, plans right the we, old we talked of, yeah. we talked about this mike in the in the the early part of the season for yeah. the dodgers where you know hope is not a great pitching strategy no you can't say hope i hope at the deadline we get walker bueller back i hope Urias turns it around i hope kershaw is healthy hope is not a strategy and that seemed to be the Dodgers' pitching strategy. They tried to fix it at the deadline. It didn't work, and thus this is where they are. But you can't sit here and tell me that's the only way to say, oh, the format gave us difficulty. Well, we need, we need, well, if Mookie Betts had more time off, I mean, he beat it. That's the only way you say the format. The format's by getting better starting pitchers. John Paul Morosi mentioned it last hour. You're seeing the teams that are going out and going out easily don't have the starting pitching that is needed. And and that's the Dodgers. But for, for the, for, the format, the, the format, Format is it the format? Are you, you're asking me about the format. Really, the formats? But I, 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 I really, I, I look at that and I shake my head and go, "Wow, this is." Hey, let's try to misdirect here and talk well, about something else. Well, but that's it. He, he gave him an out, man. Look, if it, it's the old reporter gives you an out, right? If he gives you a yes/no question, you just smile and say, "Thank you." <laughs> right? I don't have to expound on it. Yes. No. (laughs) What do you think of the format? Oh, the format screwed us, Let's talk about the format. You know what? I got to get guys ready for, get this, the format. (laughs) And once we know... Like he's Wait in, for it. The format. <laughs> like he's in a room with them, and they're all watching a big PowerPoint presentation. Okay, so this series is best of five. What does that mean? Look right here. This means a team needs to win three out of five games. It doesn't matter what three games they win. Any three games win. Yes, in the back, Clayton. Yeah, so we could win one, three, and five and move on? Yes. We can win two, three, and four? Yes. What about three, four, and five? Yes. Wait, it doesn't matter. Yes. Any of those games we can win. Wow. But, but here's the big thing that if, if some uh, reporter in that room really wanted to be the smart ass, you know, like maybe you or I would have been, mm-hmm, would have mm-hmm. been, um, hey, Dave, regardless of format, you got to get that first win, right? <laughs> 
I'll hang up and listen for your answer. That's what screwed them. The format that had that that required them that to win a game required a victory. Ah, uh, wait. There's no format that just gives us a win and we walk it. And there's no no format. Uh, okay. Hey, All and right. you know what? Great job in the regular uh, season. Man. They did a lot of good work. The guys in the bullpen did a hell of a job. They cobbled together. Clayton Kershaw had a great regular season. You uh-huh. know what? Once you flip to October and we get into playoff baseball, it doesn't matter. Now, I will tell you there is one format thing that after seeing the way the playoffs have gone the last couple of years, especially watching the Dodgers go out the way they did, there is one format change that I would absolutely be for. The big change that needs to happen to the MLB playoffs. We got to come up next right here. Jason and Mike live from the TireRack.com studios. If you like using debit over credit, shouldn't you also get rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases with no fees period check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit discover bank member fdic what's the change that should come to the playoffs that helps teams that win a bunch of games we'll tell you you win 100 games boy we should have more advantage over team winning 84 we'll tell you what it is next fox hey i'm doug gottlieb the podcast is called all ball We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon live from the TireRack.com studios. Now, I got to say this before I get to my idea. You want to make sure you want to reward the big division winner teams over the 84-win teams like the Diamondbacks who squeak into the playoffs. I got it. But did you see, Mike, that we – speaking of, of on the West Coast, uh, potentially Bigfoot was spotted I today. I saw that. People took video from a train in Colorado and far away in the distance, people taking video, and there was some kind of – Animals that were walking around like gazelles or something. I don't know what they are. Pronghorn sheep. I don't know. And then there's a, there's a figure standing up that looks very hairy walking around. And it's still trending on Twitter now that, hey, there's video of Big. This could be Bigfoot. And Bigfoot's in Colorado. I just like that you came back with, hey, since we do have Brian Fendley here. Hey. Uh, but, but, yeah, I saw that video. I, I think this is something we need to explore. It's been a while since we talked Bigfoot on the show. That was one of the staples in the early going here of our show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, and, you know, and, and look, and I got to say, I, I, I am some things I'm just a sucker for, and I will always look at, even though I know I should, I will always click on stories and stuff where it looks like Bigfoot could be spotted. I, don't, I, oh, I just always, I just always had this fascination with Bigfoot from when I was a little kid, probably because I was a big fan of the $6 million man, and Sasquatch <laughs> was like, you know, his villain slash friend, and I love Sasquatch. He was so scary. <laughs> I've always had this fascination with Bigfoot, and anytime, hey, there's video of Bigfoot. Oh, let me see. Oh, I got to see. I like see that it, it ties back to the $6 million man. I will always look at Bigfoot. You know, but the, but the one thing I want to know is, okay, here, here's the video that gets out from people on a train. Hey, look, it's Bigfoot. Okay. Um, if, 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 and I'm just saying, because, you know, I, I don't want to be the, the, you know, Debbie Downer about you, maybe Bigfoot's out there, but if you think that's Bigfoot, don't you zoom in on your phone to see if it's Bigfoot? <laughs> why, why, do you, why do you keep it really far away? Like, why do you get, look, this could be Bigfoot. Can you zoom in? No, can't zoom in. And, of course, if you zoom in on the Internet, you can't see anything. Uh, wouldn't you just zoom in? Phones are really, really high tech now. You can hit that zoom while you're recording. You just put your thumb and forefinger on your screen and just, hey, let's, let, let's zoom that out a bit. Look, and there's a really clear picture of Bigfoot. If you think it's Bigfoot, if it's real. Bigfoot, don't you do that? Don't you zoom in and go, hey, look, it's Bigfoot, right? Don't you show, hey, here he is walking, and you're on the train. You're on a train. It's moving, but it's not moving so unbelievably fast that, oh, there goes Bigfoot. No, it looks like you had plenty of time. Hey, we could have zoomed right in and see Bigfoot, but no, no, we just have the far away look. Mm, Maybe you're working on an old phone. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Maybe you don't have any zoom factor. No. I was playing Snake, and then I tried to get on, and it was just very difficult. I really, I was, it was really, really hard. It was really rough. Well, <laughs> so I, I have just, I have always, if like if I see Bigfoot trending, I'm like, oh, I need five minutes. I need five minutes. I got to see what's going on. <laughs> I like that you're just not so all much. in. No, no, no Loch Ness Ness not so boring. Much. Yeah, I mean, and there was supposedly a video of Nessie uh, about a week ago. Oh, this is Nessie. No, it looks like a tire. No, no, no. It's a Loch Ness Monster. Oh, okay, great, great, great. Uh, but Bigfoot, man, I'm telling you, we almost had Bigfoot in Colorado. Next level stuff. We do have a winner of the lottery, evidently, though. Yeah. Some 60 miles from where we're located right now here in the Fox Sports Radio studios. What uh, if? Northwest. What if Bigfoot won the lottery? 
Like, how cool would that be? If it would find, one, we find out it's Bigfoot, and two, he's the winner of the $1.75 billion. What, what if you were able to zoom in on that Bigfoot video and he was wearing a watch just like when the Simpsons had Bigfoot <laughs> and the Simpsons predicted that Bigfoot would be wearing a watch. And he's and he's holding up and he's holding up the the uh, the card he's got. Look the winning numbers. He's pointing the winning numbers on here. <laughs> and then you you interview the store clerk. Hey, do you sell a ticket to Bigfoot? Oh yeah, he comes in all the time. Yeah, he's a regular customer. Big Usually fan. comes in, guzzles a big, you know, monster energy drink, maybe like sometimes five or six of them, leaves, always tips me, always really nice guy. You know, helped me when the bathroom door was stuck a couple weeks. Yeah, Bigfoot comes in all the time. He's man. kind Great of a big dude. deal. Great dude. Love Bigfoot. Yay. All the other he brought in his kids once and oh my god, they're adorable little Bigfoots there all around here. But they cause a lot of damage and they kind of knock stuff over. So he doesn't bring them in as often, but boy, they're adorable, man. They run around, they look like little Ewoks. It's just so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> And look at this cute little song they performed for us. Bigfoot. <laughs> and all of a sudden they're running around singing Yum Yum. Oh. Exit out by the Fresca. Exit Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Tyrec.com studio. All right. So now from Bigfoot to the Dodgers. So you've seen some talk. And it's really interesting because Jason Stewart, who produces the Doug Gottlieb show, has, has talked about this a lot the last few days where you look into the playoff field in Major League Baseball. And teams get in that get 100 wins and teams get in that have 84 wins like the Diamondbacks. And I I told you last hour, hey, this should be every team strategy. Build a 500 team going into every regular season. Then at the deadline, if you're 500, you make the trades to shore up your weaknesses and that's how you go into the playoffs because you're looking at teams now in, in, in the in the NLCS with the, the Diamondbacks who won 84 games, Padres and Phillies won 87 and 89 last year. You just got to be 500. But I do understand that is it really fair that a team that wins 100 games and you're playing against a team with 84 games, it's really no more advantage than you have one more home game than they do, right? And then that, that's what it is. And I understand that because there should be something because baseball's got to do something to make the regular season worth something or it's going to turn out like the NBA. The NBA's finding that out now that people don't care about the regular season. We're just going to try to get in the playoffs even if we're in a play-in round and we're going to play. It's why players are sitting out. It's why going for it in the regular season to get that number one seed, it doesn't mean what it used to. There's no more, there's less emphasis on the regular season. Well, but there's going to be no more load management. We heard that earlier. We talked about that. Right. Uh, We'll have that coming up in a few minutes, that great story out of the NBA. But in Major League Baseball, it's kind of the same thing. Hey, all right, you want the regular season to mean something. You don't want everybody to strive to have, you know, 85, 87 wins. So how about this? Now, this is really radical, and I don't know that – I don't know that every team would agree to this – but this is probably the only fair way to do it, to really give a team with, a hundred, with, with more wins, the higher-seeded team, the advantage. And you want to argue math, well, what if the higher-seeded team has 92 wins, the other one has 91 wins? Sorry, 92 is more than 91, right? You want to reward that. And now you're in a situation where because you're letting more teams in the playoffs with the extra wild card, yeah, you're giving a team that has an 85-win regular season just as good of a chance to make it on, into the LDS and LCS. It's not that they can't be as good, they can't win games. It's, well, you need to do something in the regular season that portends to your reward in the playoffs. So I would say this. 
is that you get to the LDS, and, and you could do it for all three rounds, but you get to the, to, the, to the divisional series and you get to the league championship series, and the higher seed gets every game at home. Best of seven, every game in the higher seeded park because that, that rewards a team. You can go for that in the regular season. Man, we want all the games to be at home. We want to go for that number one seed. Or a team, hey, we want to go for that two seed because if the one seed loses, we get all the games at our park. It makes it a little bit more difficult when you have to win every game on the road. But it's not so foreign to Major League Baseball teams because you play three and four game series all the time. This is just a little bit more than that. It's the playoffs. So you'll go four or five, you know, and the LCS goes seven. But if you make that the case, you solve the issue of having teams that win in the regular season, that win big, you give them as big an advantage as you can without making it unfair. Everybody still makes in the playoffs. You got to win. Yeah, but we got to win on the road. Yeah, but win more games. You want games at home? You got to you got to win. You got to win on the road. You, you got to win in the regular season. That's probably the fairest way because you can't control the chaos of winning and starting pitchers and look at what happened here to the Dodgers and what. Yes, is it does it look great? The hundred win Dodgers and the, and the eighty four win Diamondbacks. It's it's one more game the Dodgers got at home. No, but that's what you can do. You can do that with the with the home games and give them all to the higher seeded team. And that's probably the best thing you can do that can balance the scale a little bit and give that advantage to the team that wins bigger in the regular season. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to do it in the wild card round, right, you get a three-game home series, right, if you need to to use all three, that the number one, number two seed should get some extra benefit. I got no issue with it. How about we just say this? Screw it. Make it, take it. You win, you get the next game at your place. That's right. You lose, it goes back to the other person's place? Damn right. Wow. That's a lot of travel. Bam, that's back and forth. Bing, 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 bing. In other words, you're never going to get this right and, quote, (laughs) fair. That is really where I was getting to with this. We can keep tinkering with this till the cows come home. Mm. Or you make it, you lose it. Hey, we won game one. Now we got to go to their park for game two because they lost. Well, you know, (laughs) I I was just taking it to the streets, you know, and doing my best Doobie Brothers. Uh, And also just basketball, right? Make it, take it. You, you got to stop me and, and get a steal or I got to miss a shot. Um, look, we can we keep tinkering it. Certainly the higher seeds are excited because there'll be more uh, ticket revenue, more concession sales, more opportunity uh, to sell you uh, their wares. I, I got no problem with it. You know, that that's fine. There should be uh, some reward to it, and, and there's really nothing else you can compensate them with. Here's a another draft pick. It's not the NFL, right, as some would argue with the draft. Shouldn't the teams that actually get deep into the playoffs and towards the Super Bowl, shouldn't they be rewarded with better draft choices? No, they like parity. They like chaos. You get a whole lot of nothing. You, you get one fewer month off uh, on a summer-like vacation <laughs> in another hemisphere. Uh, no, so for baseball, if you want to go to this format, I got no problem with it, Smith. You can have at it. Uh, I don't think it's going to help if you still can't pitch or hit. No, it's not. But what it's going to do is at least it's going to get, hey, you won more games in the regular season. This is your reward. Because you could know, say, okay, your reward is you don't play in the first round. Okay. But as we've seen now with the sample size, there's just as much to glean, yeah. as just as much to get advantage from sitting as there is to playing. But, it, there's, 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 but there's it's no, two years. You know? It's but, two but, years, and, and look, the Dodgers, you put a giant asterisk on it because they came in with a flawed roster. 
Right, but you know, but you know, letting all these teams, letting the number of teams in that you are, you know, you're going to have a bunch of eighty-something win teams. Yeah, Yeah, teams are. You're not going to have a bunch of teams. Well, the number one seed won 108, and the and the the bottom seed won 97. Like that's not going to happen. You know that teams with eighty-some odd wins are going to get in, and the hottest teams always win. You're never going to stop hot teams from winning. You're just saying, okay, in the playoffs, how do you reward the team that had the better regular season record? Right. I mean, you're talking about playing. April, May, June, July, Monday, August, Tuesday, September. Thursday. You're talking. I'm just going. You know, because you're talking about seven months of baseball to say one more home game. And real and, and really, how worth it is that? It's not. It's not. You can't do, look in the NFL. I get look. The home field advantage is a big deal. You play one game. No, that's a big deal. No, but you, no, you need to do something a little bit, a little bit for those teams. Not to that be an ass. Hadn't we done that for? Yeah, too best late for It's been that forever. Right, but now that you're letting more teams in the play, you're allowing more mediocre-ish teams in. So beat so, the mediocre so, team. Yeah. Right, no, I get it, but, you, but you're giving them – it's just like the NCAA tournament where you let all these mid-major teams in, and it doesn't mean the mid-major teams can't beat the big you teams. You can't the say Power mid-major anymore. But you let these teams in from the smaller conferences, and what did they do during the regular season – to get in. They won a conference that's not as good as the Power Five conferences. So, do they really deserve that chance to get in over over, over a team that finished sixth in the ACC, that was 20 and 10? Well, they played the... If you took this team from the Horizon League and put them in the ACC, they're lucky if they win 10 or 11 games. But yet, you're putting them into the into the postseason. You need to do something in the regular season to deserve that chance to You're play. the guy that wants to take away the home game for the 7 and 10 division winner too Jerk. sure 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 i want to i want to reward excellence that's what i want to do mike Harmon. be sure this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge is he connecting to complimentary wi-fi oh my look at that he is and you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast 
on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Or to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. Congratulations to the Arizona Diamondbacks on to the NLCS after they beat the Dodgers 4-2, hitting four home runs in the third inning off of Lance Lynn. It is time now for the play of the night. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Well, in a minute, we're going to talk about the person now hanging over the MLB playoffs. What is next for the biggest superstar in the game now that the Dodgers are out? But first, let's celebrate the play of the day, and it's home run king, Lance Lynn. High drive, deep right field, back at the warning track, back at the wall, touch them all! Geraldo Perdomo, one nothing. Diamondbacks here in the third. Here's the uh, one hope and a high fly ball, deep right field, no doubt about this, 2-0 Diamondbacks, home run Marte, third of the postseason, 2-0 Diamondbacks. As he came set, and a drive to left, that ball might go, that ball's gone. How about this inning, home run out, home run out, home run, 3-0 Diamondbacks, Walker's first of the postseason. Counts 2-2 two on, two on Moreno on the pitch from Lynn. And a shot to left center field. Back she goes. Are you kidding me? Gabby Marino hits it out anyway, and it's 4-0 Diamondbacks. It's a home run party. <laughs> Who could last for more? It's a home run party. Wow. <laughs> Getting some oingo boingo in to end the night as well. Good for oh, you. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Uh, four home runs in the second inning given up by Lance Lynn, and the Dodgers go out swept by the Diamondbacks. Now, this gets to the Otani question. <laughs> Does this failure by the Dodgers make them more or less likely – to sign Shohei Otani. Well, you, this is where I say everybody's going to love this because, hey, Dodger fans are going to go, more likely, we need to go out and get a star. We watch Mookie Betts not get a bleeping hit, and Freddie Freeman got one. I don't want to see him dancing at second base anymore because nobody got on base. We need a guy that we know is going to hit home runs and eventually, hopefully, someday, maybe, pitch for us. And then there's the other side of it, which is the side I'm on, that says, no, you didn't hit. But you need at least four new starting pitchers next year if you're the Dodgers. Not one, not two, not three. Four. Four. Because you're going to count on Clayton Kershaw coming back at 36. And, hey, eventually, Clayton's going to run out of magic. Maybe he ran out of magic here in game one against the Diamondbacks. Urias is not going to be on the team again. Neither is Lance Lynn. Walker Bueller may be able to come back, but you can't count on him. He's a guy that whatever you get from him, you get from him. So you need four new starting pitchers if you're going to do anything. If you saw anything in the series so far, you've seen the teams that try to trot out less than stellar starting pitchers in bullpen games, they are going home. The Dodgers' money, honestly, is better spent. 
four new stars. Take that money you're going to give to Otani, which would be $500, $700 million, and go get four new starting pitchers. Oh, wait a minute. That's what the Dodgers should you do. You were just saying four. you didn't want to go four. get starting pitchers till the All-Star four. break in the four. trade deadline. Oh, no, no. I'm not saying you had to go get four superstar pitchers, but you got to get four guys. You, can get, you have to get four, four more innings eaters don't like go, Lance Lynn was don't go, No, 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 no. You don't, don't go get You got to go. <laughs> you got a little bit higher than Lance. Come four, on, man. Glenn, go, Come on, go, man. Four. <laughs> <laughs> four for Lance Lynn. You go, Lance Lynn. You go. No, no. And then you they laid down. Four, four starting pitchers. You know, look, like, look, they wanted Rodriguez at the deadline yeah. from the Tigers. Guys like that, right? Not an incredibly great starting pitcher, but someone who's going to be pretty good and give you a lot of innings that you can rely on, right? That's what you got to do. Because those guys are going to be expensive, but you can you can get four of those guys when you're giving Otani. And, and I mean, dare, that's what you need dare to do. I say, giving the offensive ineptitude in these series, maybe you actually have to be willing to get rid of one of those prospects to go get one of those big arms along the way uh, as well. So, yeah, the long offseason has begun. Uh, Wow, just uh, sorrow in Los Angeles tonight. Exit Alba Fresca. Exit Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Carmen. Coming up next, my buddy Ben Maller. Be nice to him. He needs it tonight. This is Fox Sports Radio. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.